Thank you for tuning in for, uh, again, like I promised, more friends coming back. Uh, this episode, The Bloody Nerve, uh, in a little bit here with Stacy Blood, Lorianne Lane, and we're talking their project. And it is a project. It's not just an album. Um, All Blood, No Treasure. You could check them out right now. Just look look up The Bloody Nerve. Go to thebloodynerve.com um, and look up this project, um, All Blood, No Treasure very different how the approach is very different and i always trust in stacy to come up with innovative ideas to promote new works and this definitely does it all right well i hope to see some of you folks next weekend uh, that would be let's see october 21st to the 23rd um it's a friday through sunday for the living dead weekend in harmony pa right near evans city right near the legendary cemetery and there are definitely special guests there all the time. The, leg- the legends that still are around with us, come see them, folks. And they all look great. And they're fun to be around. You get pictures taken, autographs, and definitely the merch is worth coming for. I would love to see you guys meet a few of you there. I'll be up there with Bob Hoagland and his daughter, Jess Weary. And she may or, I, she usually brings her guitar and sings. That usually happens. Um, We'll have the new comics, uh, well, Dr. Peeler number one will be there, number two isn't quite finished. Sorry, folks, I thought it might go to print. It didn't happen. I don't know, might be a surprise. Be out by Halloween. Also, Dead Memories, um, a collection of short stories will be coming out by, by myself. Haven't written a book in a while, and um, I'm getting better, trust me. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, it's creepy, and it's a, a lot of drama, a lot of drama in it. Uh, let's see what else is coming out. Oh, well... Yeah, yeah. Episode after this, coming uh, on our way towards Halloween here. Uh, our friend Valerie Safranco is coming back. She is behind the creation of, she's a creature creator, behind the creation of uh, Gizmo from Gremlins, uh, Jack Skellington, these major icons. She worked on Enemy Mine uh, way back when, with Dennis Quaid and uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Great sci-fi that kind of paved the way for a lot of sci-fi channel films and, of course, a lot better than that. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, she worked on Jedi on some Stormtrooper outfits, I believe. Yeah, their uniforms. I think the armor. I think. But we're going to get into that with Valerie Sofranco. She's going to be in studio this time. We were all frustrated that we can get her in here. Um, we'll probably discuss why that happened. And uh, she's a lot of fun. She doesn't live too far from me here in Pittsburgh, actually. And, uh, yeah, we're going to find out how and when uh, Tim Burton found her or when she uh, was able to construct these icons like Jack Skellington. 
Uh, amazing stuff. But right now, the bloody nerve. Yes, Stacey Blood and Lorianne Lane are back. Thank you for tuning in, and thanks for listening to the ads. Uh, it helps everything get better with time, like a fine cheese. All right. Good day, and uh, yeah, happy Halloween. We're almost there. We'll talk to you before then again. Hi, this is Annie Hardy, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Folks, friends, and fiends, welcome back. I hope you survived that last episode and don't hate me too much because I'm about to make you happy. You got some old friends from the past and not too distant past, but right now, the bloody nerve are back. Stacy Blood and Lori Ann Lane, thank you so much for joining Kettle Whistle Radio yet again. How are you? We're good. How you doing, man? Hey, man, it's been a while. It, it has. Now, according to what I see here, it says maybe me and Stacy talked a year ago. I don't know if we were talking Long Hard Winter because... Hard Hard Winter, rather. Hard Hard Winter came out. Was that one of the first songs you completed for this new one? Uh, for the new album? Yeah. For the for the act. I'm just curious, yeah. for my own sake, because it looks like the last time we talked was about that, and that was like a year yeah. ago. Well, Hard yeah. Hard Winter's episode seven. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, yeah. I'm trying to create a timeline here, because I've been out of it, and I can see while I was out of it, you two were incredibly <laughs> busy taking over the world. <laughs> and trying. Trying. <laughs> trying. Well, achieving as far... Musically, I'm going to say achieving. I, the other side of it, I'll let you talk about. Um, but yes, we're talking... My God. Okay, so you guys, not too uh, ambitious here. All Blood, No Treasure. It's a concept album told in three acts, three EPs that are actually in CD format as well. Correct. Yeah, so far there will be a fourth act too. Oh. So we're 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 kind of at three. We have some limited edition CDs. Um, oh, okay. Right now we have these two. What is that? Um, act one and Act two. We have already uh, printed. Very cool. Um, but we'll have other ones as well. I, yeah, I want to get my hands on that absolutely. But yeah, I I, I was out of it for a while, and uh, I saw things pop up every now and then uh, on my phone, and I would listen to it, and. Uh, Acts one and two was uh, for th- this again. The album is called well, it's called All Blood, No Treasure. Um, Acts one and two was that last year, twenty and twenty two that you guys were working on that. Twenty twenty, we started. Um, Holy smokes! Uh, working on that, yeah. God. And a lot of that material um, that we had is some from Stacy's, uh, um, you know, uh, writing from back in the day that he we incorporated into what we were working on now, what we started working on in twenty twenty. So we had stuff to uh, pull from and add to. Oh, wow. So, um, wow. So I love uh, rediscovering old uh, writing and making something of it. Is that what it was? It was like old lyrics or riffs? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, there's a lot of stuff laying around. And, and you, oftentimes you'll, you'll write things and they don't really have a home at the moment. You don't know where to put it. It's really not in the context of like what we were working on before. They didn't really fit into what we were doing with taste and um previous material but you know things kind of it's like you know those paintings where you have to look at them for a minute to see the image things just kind of come into view and it makes sense and then we're writing new stuff and you know we started in uh like a million arms was like the first one that really 
like episode one where we didn't know it was an episode we didn't even know we were going to do it like this at all until we just really kind of started it just happened it was like well yeah with the pandemic we don't know exactly we well we were doing we this were before doing. the pandemic well, we were I writing mean, yeah. on a million arms was 2019 and Rhodes was My 2019 God. see that's what i'm talking that's about right. i have missing time and yet like you guys would make me time travel back to this stuff which is great um it, it's a nice well it's an ongoing thing because uh, as it is what uh act three is just dropping in its entirety yeah, act, act three. In its entirety, it'll be done with episode nine, which will probably have a pretty quick release date on that. Okay. Well, episode eight, eight, eight took a while, which is that one's being released on Friday. I just want to reel this all in for the novices or maybe new listeners from iHeartRadio and uh, now with Electrocast, The Bloody Nerve. These two folks have been with me for a very long time and um, from the beginning of podcasting for me, uh, maybe within the first five years. And uh, we we were friends as well. And uh, we shared a lot of stuff, um, whether it was animals, friends, illnesses, whatever. Um, so I, I, you've been with me for a long time. 2013, right? Jesus Christ. Around 2013? Oh, my yeah, God. I, I feel like so. I was a child back then. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. you still are. Yes. Yeah, well, and that will never change. <laughs> Thanks. You're right. Yeah, at heart. But, yeah. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, the brother and sister I never asked for. Uh, but, Aww. hey, no. But I, I love you guys. And yeah. the music. Hey, you know what? I was in a hospital bed, and I, I was listening to it. And that's what I meant. Hard, hard winter came up on my phone and I was just sitting there, you know, like, get in, out of here. I swear to God, I came up. Well, I get these, I get updates and stuff and I, I must've happened on Facebook or I looked you up. I don't remember because I was under the influence of many a drug and the listeners again, I'm sorry guys. I know you're sick of hearing about this, but these are friends that I'm reconnecting with that we haven't talked to. Well, we haven't had on the show for a bit and, uh, Jesus Christ, were you guys busy? Um, I don't know where to begin except, okay. So you got act one. A Million Arms, that was the first one, which is a fucking riveting start to anything. Album, movie, book, whatever. But this is a concept. That's a banger, uh, A Million Arms. And um, kind of tripped on that one by mistake, not realizing I was listening to the first episode once. Um, mm -hmm. And that is the first one. Now, where do we begin? Do we talk about these episodes? Do we talk about the concept behind all of this? Where do you want to go with this? Well, it all starts with a scream. Okay. As as any uh, proper horror story, self-respecting horror story does. Agreed. And, well, should end with one. I two. held the oranges. I squeezed the oranges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one um, That one was a whole lot of fun. And, that, yeah, that one starts off with that scream that just – that's, that's kind of how we wanted to start it. Yes. It's funny because uh, people always think that this, this came about like after – like 2020 and all the COVID nonsense and all that stuff. And, mm -hmm. and it really, it was, it started before that because if you go to episode three is kind of where people picked up on, there's kind of a, a storyline. And I would say oh, okay. episode one, I mean, basically the, the overall story arc is essentially just like the descent of the West is really is. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's like the fall of the West. It's, it, it's not a new story, you know I mean? It's, 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 it's an archetypal story that's been told before just in a different way. You know, there's been other people tell it, but like a million arms is kind of like the, that it, it just starts off. There is no rising action. It just starts off with just, you know, beating at your door. Like you know? Stacy likes to uh, describe it as a SWAT team kicking down your door in the middle of the night. And you're like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> just totally disorienting. Yeah. It's just somersaults you from one reality to another, like instantly when, so that, that was kind of why we started off like that. And then Lori just like, with that scream and everything, yeah. it's, just, it's just perfect. It's, it's tense and just gets going and it's just, 
completely and totally rambunctious and rowdy, you know. Absolutely. Like but... most uh, – okay, it's it's kind of like that flashpoint revolutionary euphoric misdirected uh catastrophe like jumping into a story halfway and you got to catch up and then you got to see the end of it type of thing that's why that's how i felt listening to it and then i saw the visuals as well um and i love a story you both know my love of the theme of dystopia and and my love of you too so it's kind of like peanut butter and chocolate right now so i I kind of i'm enjoying this i'm watching the unraveling of all blood no treasure um now i i have to quote uh, what I read, uh, what was this on uh, rockposer.com? A mosaic that will build up over several months, each part having its own music and meaning. Um, yeah, each act seems extremely different from the next, um, as a good story should. I don't even want to talk about March of the Fiends yet because we're going to go out with that. I hope we can go out with that because I, I freaking yeah. love that. Um, that was a nice little <laughs> surprise. Like it's like finding that little bit of caramel at the end of the Sunday at the bottom of the, the your dish. Like holy shit, this is how you end this. Okay, because writing an ending to any story is the hardest part. How, where do I end it? And you guys started with a million arms. Okay, that's episode one. Episode two, what's it say? Uh, what, what? I'm sorry. What's it say? What's it say? Yeah. It is what's it say? I almost said what it says. What's it say? Yeah, well, the guitar work speaks for itself. Uh, just straight, great rock and roll. Um, the type of stuff I grew up with. And very bold in your face. Just rock and roll right there. And uh, what, So where do you go between episode one and two? What are you trying to tell right there? Is there something the audience needs to know? Uh, but, yeah, episode one and two is kind of like um, – <clears throat> Uh, you know, you, you have that, it, it dies down a little bit. You have the first crashing down of the door and all of that. And then mm-hmm. things kind of chill out a little bit and, uh, you, you kind of get into the, um, lawfare portion of the story where everything is being, uh, prosecuted and people are being looked at and, and they're judged mm-hmm. your past is looked at. Who are you? You know, much of what we see today, Hell you yeah. know, it's like, you know, oh you, my uh, God, yeah. Uh, everybody digs through all of your history now to see if they can find something bad about you. It's like the, you know, at the end of the song, you know, looking into your file, what's it say about you? you yeah, know, um, everyone's uh, pointing their finger, but they never point the finger at themselves. Oh, never. Mm, of course, it's the pre uh, the pre cancel episode, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, um, kind of like yeah, in the middle of it, you know, the self righteousness, you know, and 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 wanting to be, you know, in the in the in crowd, you know, <laughs> and not get with canceled. The, uh, that's right. Yeah, I, it, you know, we've all come across it. I, I it seems to be uh, I, not to. I, I'm going to stray from the album a little bit, but it seems like the younger crowd is looking to cancel everything that we've created. Um, I had some run-ins with that with an imbecile. That I'll just put this out real quick, and I'm not going to talk about it for too long. I put a um, a picture of a vampire killing kit on my Facebook page, and not one but two millennials came at me saying that's pretty sexist. Now, not only was I confused, <laughs> I didn't know what they meant. And other females came on and said, what the hell are they talking about? I'm like, I, I don't know. But it looks like they were fishing for some kind of canceling item. They just didn't like me. Who knows? But It was sex. I was, I was going to guess that maybe they were upset because you weren't being inclusionary of blood-sucking vampires or something. <laughs> I know, right? I, no, he came at me. They, they, they did. They, they got theirs. It was kind of a mistake because you know, I got some followers. Uh, but I didn't understand it. You, instead of uh, 
listening to the joke or looking at this and saying hey, this is kind of authentically weird antique you went for let's try to get this guy and cancel him like why uh, what kind of yeah and i'm not even i don't have room to get canceled you know you can't cancel me i haven't arrived yet <laughs> So, um, yeah. And you guys find me at a weird time, too, because I'm in between a lot of writing right now. So my mind is just completely uh, fogged up, we'll say. I think you know what I mean when you're in the middle of an album, you want to release it. You're always thinking ahead of the next thing you do. Is that how you guys work? You're just constant. I think you do, Stacey. You're always thinking ahead. Or do you get stuck in the moment? I don't know. It depends. Some, I mean, it, it could be one or the other if I'm really, I mean, so I'm, I'm really focused. So a lot of times I'll get really focused on what's going on to get that out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, we do look ahead really. I mean, well, I mean, most of the album is like already written. So it's right. not like we have. Well, mo yeah. Most of it's produced actually. Yeah. I, I would say probably 70% of the remaining songs are, I mean, all, everything's cut already pretty much. That's um, awesome. We actually have another album ready to go. Oh yeah, I mean we've got songs for another album too. I mean, but, but yeah, I mean we're 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 trying hard to stay in the moment because we have so much fun creating and recording and writing. It's like we never stop and we just want to keep going, but we have to say stop. Let's focus on this and get this done. It's our favorite part. So it shows. Yeah. It shows. I, I and, and the roads uh, roads concludes Act One. It's like a banger in both tune and image. Who is doing all the editing for the footage for these videos? Because there's a lot going on there. Um, Stacy, me and Lori do everything. Yeah, you do. Oh, so you do do everything. I wasn't sure if that was all you. Everything, yeah. I, I think the only thing we didn't do is play drums and bass. That was Richie and, and my dad. <laughs> right. I was going uh, uh, to ask how dad's doing. He, dad's been on these airwaves, too. That's right. That's yeah, right. he's 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 doing well. He's uh he's we're still uh, we're we're still uh, playing, uh, recording and you know, working and making ends meet and all that stuff. And we actually, I was talking to him last night. I think we're going to start a podcast, uh, nice. talking about his, um, his glory days back in Hollywood and the Lemmy. He's got stories like, are just crazy stories, wonderful stories. So I think I want to kind of get him in a setting and we'll just do like a long form you gotta do storytelling it. session. You, That'd be great. You have yeah. to do that. You have to do it. Do yeah. it, but do it while you're thinking about it. Uh, I've mm -hmm. learned uh, now not to waste any time. Just jump right in. Cause when you think of it, that's when you should do it if you have the yeah. time. And uh, let me tell you, you know, I've learned the hard way, you know, just uh, you got to uh, focus, like you said. Staying focused is my problem. Um, and then finishing the item I'm focusing on. Because then I'm, I'm, I'm scatterbrained. I'm a writer. It's, uh, something inspires me. I'll go, oh, look at that tree. And there goes everything I was doing prior to that <laughs> that tree. You know. Uh, <laughs> look at that shiny thing. Yeah, yeah, nice shiny thing. I, I have too many hobbies and music being one of them, doing this thing that we're doing right now but i love music and you guys I, it's like a rediscovery uh every time i look you guys up because every song is very different on this folks i'm just going to say and that's what gets my attention we like to keep you guessing yeah and you do you really do <laughs> like i said kids stay tuned march of the fiends later on in the show but Rhodes, okay so that concludes act one um what is the listener supposed to get at this point before they get into act two well, I think Act One does a good job of kind of laying out, um, uh, kind of like the road to. Uh, it's it's like paving the road to hell with good intentions is Act One. Okay. Basically, Act Two is when you kind of realize, hey, I think we might be in hell here. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but it's kind of looking that way. Um, so uh, yeah, so you know, it, I, you know, starts off with all blood, no treasure, and that's yes. kind of like when. Uh, um, 
it's kind of when the uh, when the tyrant emerges. Like, and, is this really and, happening? And you're not, and you <laughs> you don't know what to do about it, really. You know, I mean, when when the when it, when the intentions are made clear, you realize, oh, okay, so and that's where we're at. They're not. They're not. They're not saying there. There is no quiet part. It's all out loud now. Great. Mm-hmm. Now, now look where we are. But like you know, Rhodes was. Um, it's funny because what the uh, people always think that that's about the pandemic or whatever, and and it's not. Oh, I actually wrote that. I, I think it was October or November of nineteen. I think it was November. But yeah, the uh, uh, clean up your contagious and all of that. You know, they think oh, get in line. Yeah, get in line. That was that really doesn't even have anything to do with it. I mean, no. it works. No, yeah, but, I didn't. You know. I didn't see that as a COVID song at all. Um, I, yeah, that just stands on its own. And that I just and honestly, uh, the breakdown. I love the breakdown in that one too. Uh, oh yeah, it's oh, really yeah. cool. Yeah, I didn't the, see that as a COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you break it down. I love that. Um, and you know, so episode four, you got the title track, "All Blood, No Treasure." If you want to call it a title track, I don't want to step all over the three EP thing that you're doing here. Is this going to eventually be a composite of an album, or are you just going to do it in parts like you, as you're continu- continuing on? Oh, it's going to be a, an album. It is. Oh, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to just keep it as episodes like that. Uh, and episode eight, I didn't know. Um, when is that dropping? Because it says on your page, was a uh, 75% complete? Um, you know what? I need to update that. Because, oh my okay. god! Yeah, yeah, it's actually 100. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about Sorry, that, everybody. Whoopsie! Yeah, we're, jam- uh, he's like, we're, <clears throat> we're jamming it all out on Thursday night, everybody. <laughs> that's all right. Let them let them go look because they got to discover all the other stuff you got on there. That's that's how I got through high school. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But yeah, on that that video too, all blood, no treasure. Um, I dig the. Uh, the uh, video, the '80s video game aspect you have going on there looks like Moon Patrol, if I recall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Really? Oh, was yeah, it? with the tank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was trying to be like a mix of like, yeah, one of those, uh, you know, horizontal Nintendo games, but oh, like yeah. the background of like, of like, I, I always thought the uh, the uh, background. To, you remember uh, Atari Superman? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Th- well, the background is kind of like Su- Superman from Atari. Oh my god! If you look at it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, and I I actually took the riff from uh, from the song and I turned it into a uh, 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 like a Nintendo soundtrack, you know. Very cool. Yeah, so I, I, I picked but up that, on that one. That one that one was fun. That was a lot of work though. It was a lot of animation I had to do on that one, but but it was good. It's, I I always like doing those things because it, it makes me faster at these. Uh, and the tank ran over a lot of programs. Uh, public figures. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, for sure. There's a little bit, yeah, a little bit blowing up there. Well, let's give them a little taste of something here. Which song did you want me to play? Because I know what we're going out with. But what would you like to um, hit him up with? Million there? Arms, man. I always start with a million yeah. arms. Oh, yeah. All right. Nothing wrong there. Okay, Million Arms, folks. Enjoy this. We'll get right back here with Lorianne Lane and Stacy. Blood of the Bloody Nerve. Back again. Thank you, folks.
Okay, yes, folks, all the best conversations happen off the air. We're talking chewables, not edibles, chewables. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it clean here. Not that we have to. We're discussing our animals. Uh, Benny, new in my life. Uh, Jet has been here for a while. The dogs have been in and out of the studio while we're recording here, and you can hear them every now and then with their chains banging off the mics because they got to sniff everything. And, yeah, we um, th- these guys knew me when I had Teddy way back when. We even dedicated an episode to him. He was a good boy. But um, yeah, so your animals, you, what kind of animals do you have these days? Well, we still have the three kitties. Well, three we had, kitties. you know, uh, we had Cooch and Junsons, yes. our white kitty. Of course. Uh, but we, we have a, we had a new addition and we found outside of our home in the tree crying. Uh, oh boy. Um, yeah, screaming. Ooh. Um, near death. Near death. So we found her. That oh was pretty God. amazing. Starving um, or what was oh, it? Yeah. yeah. Starving, yeah. full of worms. Just oh. she, she was only she was only like four weeks old or something. Yeah, so. and oh she was. God. And I called Stacy. I was I usually you know walk up and down the driveway and um, every day, and I heard this just screaming. And I called Stacy. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, I think I hear some kind of animal screaming. So Stacy ran out and was able to make eye contact with her, and that's when she came down from the tree. That she just walked out. She was she, she was screaming and screaming. And so it was the weirdest thing. We couldn't tell where she was because the acoustics in the forest and everything. And then yes. one of them I happened to catch. Cause we were looking deep in the forest. Like, all right, where is it? I just happened to catch it come from above. And I looked up. She's like 25 feet up a tree. Oh, my you know, God. And looked at me, <laughs> then came down. It's like she wouldn't come down until I made eye contact. Yeah, she's so all about eye contact. It's the sweetest thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so tr- so she- was it somebody's pet prior, you think, or that got away? Oh, no. No. No, I don't think so. No, Feral? she was probably just, yeah, probably got estranged from her litter or, or something. Or, or the, you know, the runs of the litter or something like that. She's a little, she's a little off. She's a little quirky baby, but she, she trusted more. you, though, that she, <laughs> to come down. She trusted you. She trusted something. <laughs> yeah, she made sure he saw her. Feral kitties never do that. But, I mean, no, we're out in the country, don't. and so. Interesting. Yeah, no, well, we, we got our feral cats out here, too, but even though we're nine miles from the major city, but. Yeah, my uh, sister-in-law takes them in every now and then. <laughs> yeah, they have an army. So, all right, folks, you did hear a million arms uh, off of, uh, this is, again, all blood, no treasure. We were discussing the acts one, two, and three. Uh, we were up to act episode five, actually, and that's on act two, I believe, uh, down to the letter. I got to say, um, I don't know where this one falls into the story, but it's definitely a top track for me because I can't stop humming that one. <laughs> that's that's a good sign. Are you, are, you, are you talking about down to the letter? Down to the letter. Yeah, I cannot oh, stop yeah. humming that one. It just it gets in. I was like, you know, tapping my shoe while making some coffee. I'm like, wow. And I, I just heard the song for the first time maybe a week ago. I tuned into it. And now I, I, it's just constantly rolling. Uh, what Down to the letter. Is it, it uh, face value or where does this fall into the storyline? Yeah, I think there is. That's that's kind of like where our language is being inverted now, you know. Uh, mm. So so we don't know what the rules are really, but there are rules, you know. Algor- so like algorithms. Are we talking algorithms? Like, well, just our culture, just okay. kind of a, uh, you know, what's what's what you know, our Overton window, what's in it, what's out it, um, you know, uh, it's you know, it's dialectic inversion pretty much you know it's a this is that and this used to be that what you used to think is this oh now it's this Hmm. and you don't really know the rules and it is very this one's very lawfare you know Uh, so yeah i I think that one was kind of like we we don't even know what we're even saying we're we're not even speaking the same language anymore we can't even agree with what words mean anymore we don't know what the words are so that makes it really hard to 
communicate and coexist and ultimately have peace you know frighteningly true frighteningly true uh I, I, extremely i um constantly i'm seeing people just uh misconstrue communication like it just in a conversation no i didn't mean it like that god forbid you type that and you didn't mean it it's it, it, it yeah, it's kind of sickening at the way communication is rolling these days, and we depend on socials for everything. Where instead of like, it's hard to just nobody picks up a phone anymore, and then you would know nope. exactly what people are saying. You know. Well, it's it's actually by design. That's mm. the whole purpose of it. You you're know, right. sometimes when 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 something is happening and you're trying to figure out, well, why would they do that when when the results are bad? Would it's it's to get that bad result. It's it's purposely to, de to divide. De it's yes. to divide, destabilize, and demoralize. Is what that when you can't. When, when you can't even orient yourself with why the words are there to begin with, mm -hmm. uh, and then you're changing them to, to mean things, they 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 do it online. Yeah, Wiki's revising see. itself all the time to yes. change. People lack the social skills now too. It's oh, like, yeah. You know, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, they don't exist. They don't exist anymore. No one knows how to relate to. They don't know how to relate to each other. And courtesy is is a courtesy and chivalry is just gone. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I see. I, oh, my God. You, you struck a nerve here because I've always talked about that gray area where businesses, especially big box businesses and banks, uh, make their money. Uh, they make that area, that, that, their money in that gray area where, like, uh, we'll just say you, you missed your payment by an hour. Um, they'll charge you 50 bucks. Uh, you can call them up. They might reverse that charge. They might. But after one time that they give you, they're not going to, even though it's a holiday weekend. You just got your paycheck. They don't care. There's that gray area where they're going to make money. And that, that's right. the way I look at communication these days, too. Um, misconstruing things and turning things around on people. We're not going to talk politics. <laughs> well, um, it's like they're, they're, they're trying to find a way to socially profit from a, from a misstep yeah um somehow and yeah there's something in it for them no yeah you're totally right and and terrible things too like i mean if something terrible happens it's on youtube immediately and there's fucking ads already um yeah you know you're watching somebody's demise on youtube and you know you're seeing you know um hair cream commercials you know and you know <laughs> like what the hell are we doing here we're, we're losing our humanity and i i think i see this i'm seeing your album clearly more and more <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's monetizing everything. This character assassination brought to you by Lending Tree. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know if it's Lending Tree. I, I, <laughs> no, well, don't worry. They're not. A, they're not a sponsor. So. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> well, it, it is a revolving we thing. Any, we don't want any trouble around here. I know. Right? And there you go. See, here we are talking. You know, and oh my God, we have to watch everything we say. But you know what? There's a beauty in that, and that's why we do this podcasting thing. We don't have to watch everything that we say. And if somebody asks us to remove it, we can remove it. We could take something down. That's fine. But let us say it first. Um, yeah. These Make a Bloody Nerve album. Heck yes. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and these songs, too, I got to say, they have amazing, catchy lyrics. Um, I don't know if you're aware. Is it a conscious effort when you're making it to have these cat the catchiness in your harmony and, and, and lyrics? Does that come with just your natural ability, like playing guitar? Or are you looking for that? Oh no! You definitely try for that. Yeah. I mean, I wish I wish I was Keith Richards and the best riffs and things just fell out of my hands like pearls. But that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're constantly chasing that hook and that melody. I mean, it's so important. You have to have it all. 
Yeah, and, and, and communicating the 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 message or the, 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 the storyline and the songs. You know, just what what does the song say? What does it mean? You know, it's just like I think we're always looking at you know these days. It's it's so hard to find music that is worth listening to because none yes. of it is really hardly any of it's worth listening to because it doesn't say anything. It, it's like, what what is that? Even? Why do I need to hear this song? Why 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 are you? Why do I need to hear it? And and, and there's never a reason. Right. And it's sad because we have all these mediums now to play it. I mean, from Spotify to YouTube. Yeah. And, and I've asked musicians, too, which which platform they choose to release their music on. Um, are, what, what do you I, I realize where you are, but what do you prefer to be on? Do you like Spotify? Do you like YouTube? <laughs> Spotify is uh, not great. Not for what we do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not really. I mean, the, the problem is... It, it, we, we ended up in a situation that was exciting where a band can be independent mm -hmm. and they can by themselves get platformed in the same medium yeah. as where the Beatles are. Or Rolling Stones. That's never been able to happen before. You, you, you had radio and venues. And unless you were in the business, you know, there's a very small percentage of acts that'll ever be platformed at that level with acts like that. But now you can do that. Problem is it's the same gatekeepers all over again. It's like, yeah, you can, my music's on Spotify. Great. Well, yeah. Who's going to hear it? Yeah. Well, if a tree falls down in the woods and there was nobody there to pay 10,000 bucks a month for, to get people to hear it, will mm. anybody hear it? No. So yep. all the gatekeepers own all of the, all of the, attention avenues all, all of that stuff yeah so yep. so it's just the same game all over again it's just played a little differently but i think um uh, like like youtube i don't know it's fine i guess but there's no reach there mm -hmm. you know and and youtube i mean i we like rumble actually yeah i was gonna talk all, about that okay rumble is cool because we, we actually did a test with a uh, youtube and rumble to see what our uh what our reach was okay with, with each one okay so we, we are actually um, we, we have a 24 seven loop going of our album, uh, on, on yes. Rumble. Yeah. Uh -huh. One day it was just like, Hmm, maybe we should just go live and see if that works. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that, that's, that's going. And we decided to put that on YouTube and Rumble and put them both mm -hmm. out there. So at the end of a week on YouTube, we had, cause we don't have a lot of YouTube subscribers. We've never really gone that direction. You, YouTube is not good for bands unless you're a massively big band, then it's good because nobody's, yeah. you're, you're not going to go into anybody's feed. Nobody's going to, nobody goes to YouTube to discover yeah. new bands. They go mm -hmm. to find music they already like. And I, I realize that. Yeah. That. Yeah. Right. I mean, we that. have, we have it just to have it, not to like for anything to come out of it. You yeah. Know? It's just kind of like, you just have to be there. Yeah. You know? But yeah. we, um, at the end of a week, we had 33 views on our live stream. <laughs> and, and at the end of a week on Rumble, we had like 7,000. Well, so mm -hmm. there's your difference right there. There's a, there's active reach and the, you're actually there to, and you can be discovered. It's, it's, a, it's a different culture there. A lot of people are migrating. They're trying to leave YouTube in these places on their lifeboats to try to find someone. Cause you, I mean, you can wake up today and all of your content has been demonetized and deplatformed retroactively based on new rules now. Mm -hmm. So you're, and you never know what the rules are going to be. And they're always interpreted really weird, you know, to oh, where yeah. they, and, and they never tell you that the, the rule that you broke, that's the fun little game they play. They like to say, Oh, well you broke our rules. Well, what was it? Well, you should know. Cause you read our terms of service. Well, I read the terms of service and I'm not seeing anything that broke the rule. Can you, can, can you show me the part in this? Nope. That, that, nope, sorry. No, they can't. So 
and that's that's the idea because they don't want to put you back. They 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 want you to break the rules. That's why they do it so they can get rid of you. Oh my um, god! So that's, I hate that. That's true. Oh, it is. So I mean, so I would say like like a YouTube and a Spotify. There, there's nothing wrong with them. I mean, if you're if you can leverage those platforms, great. It's like you know Spotify. If you have a a big run you, you know you 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 have a little moment there uh, that can be good but oh. it dies off but you have to retain i mean if you're big yeah. you you're, can do if well you're there you're backed by a by a label and you've got all this money and you've yeah. got or these you, people you know taking care of this stuff you can do well i mean you know mm-hmm. you're but with us i mean we don't have any of that it's just the two of us making music man so for us it, do, it does no good yeah Except the music is great and real. <laughs> well, I mean, I like that, 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 well, nobody cares about that. No, no, I mean, I mean, what, what's quality? I, it, I, it, I, I get very tired and, and frustrated with music and, and the way people look at it. Uh, this is this is new for me this week, but I've I've heard this before too. But parents of kids that are like in um, junior high right now into high school, well, junior high. Yeah, into high school. They're telling the parents are telling me more than a few. Oh, yeah, our kids are really not into music so much. I'm like, what? Because I want to know what they're listening to so I can buy them stuff, you know. And it right. ends up. I mean, you're talking nieces, nephews, talking people with a lot of money, some people with not a lot of money, all aspects of life. But they can't put their finger on a band that they really, really follow and like. They're wearing Guns N' Roses T-shirts. They've never heard the band, you know. I right. just. I the the concerts I go to the people I see getting into them are usually over forty you know like uh, they yeah. they'll drag their kids their kids are bored they don't know what's going on uh, it's sometimes if it's a metal show I've seen kids get into it but that scares me that there's kids out there that are not into music they just listen to YouTube for like three seconds I don't like that go to the next song or whatever they're watching or they're all trying to well, be TikTok e- stars yeah they're either or they're probably playing games or they're watching people play games right that's the other one one of those two yeah dude the top 10 is tiktok like you said tiktok stars or like you know famous you know celebrity kids or you know just some kind of you know uh, industry plants you know i yes there's nothing really happening there so i mean but that's what's getting pushed down their throats that's what they're pushing on the radio you know that's what they hear every day in and out in and out to the point where it's like oh maybe i do kind of sort of like this (laughs) Yeah, if you, you know, if if, if, if you if, smell if shit you, enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's so true. And so sad. I, and what you're saying about, you know, the same people are in charge. Um, I, just to, to take you, you know, th- you don't have to be a musician to go through this. Um, on eBay these days, if you want to sell something, now there's an extra button to promote, meaning you pay an extra three bucks to through six bucks. They will promote so it goes under the eyes of everybody on eBay. Um, yeah. I imagine you see something like that all the time with uh, Spotify and all these platforms. Uh, yeah, you do. Absolutely. What, they want you. Well, to... it, well yeah. I, actually, Spotify doesn't, but there are promotion firms that it's it, with, with Spotify. I'm sorry. With uh, Spotify, it's all about playlists. Yeah, I hate that. And so, um, you there are firms that will get you. They've got they they know the curators of the playlists. There's like major. There's there's people that make mad money with their playlists because they're taking money from all these promoters to get these bands into those playlists, um, which is good because you get in front of people because people use them. That's actually where you, that's where people will discover you. So that's. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not even complaining about that practice. I mean, okay. what are you going to do about it? People like playlists. They have good playlists. Yeah, it's true. Millions of people follow that playlist. Yeah. You want to be in the playlist so you can be heard. And then there's people that figured out, well, I can help people get in those playlists for money. There's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Not, nothing wrong with it. You know, it's. 
you know, okay. to the victor goes the spoils, you know, but, you know, you, you just have to figure out what, what plan you want to follow and what's your, there, there's just so much of this that just isn't us, you know, we're, we're not going to go touring all over the place in a van, you know, we're not doing that. We're, we're, we're how, do you, how do you write and record? That's what we're doing all the time, you know, right. Um, that's just, we're not getting any younger. <laughs> no, we're definitely not getting any younger. I can tell you that. You, um, you, you, but you, I, I think we're, we're, we're actually just trying to find just where our avenue is and we're fine and just drifting and looking for it. You know, just building that small um, support system around us with people that, you know, kind of get what we're doing and believe in us and, and the work, you know, that's really what it's about. You know, we when and we enjoy that. You know, there's 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 so many facets to this that we're not even really interested yeah, and in. And just at like all. whatever happens, happens really. I mean, we're really open to anything, but it's got to work, you know, it's got to work for us. Yeah. Well, if it's music industry, it has to be a special situation. Yes. You know? But uh, if it's not that special situation, we're, I mean, and we're not, you, you don't have to. We're not interested in giving up creative control either. So, well, no, not at all. Good. You know, okay. Like, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, you're real. Yeah, that, I mean, it, it's, uh, you don't come across bands like yourselves too often these days. And uh, I love that. You, not only have you evolved, um, You've evolved musically from song to song on this on your new releases right now. It's just like you hear every you put a lot of work into each one. You, there's no filler here, and I'm pretty sure you're aware of that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, which yeah, you try to avoid filler. <laughs> yeah, all there's killer, no, no filler, man. Yeah, I mean, you got everything. There's something you you need to hear every song for what it is. Um, now, what's different? Uh, what is different about you two? Like, uh, have you guys changed, evolved with your music changing? Are you more sardonic about things these days or are you the same folks that I met back in 2013? Um, we're probably the same except for having the fire and now we're loaded with PTSD. So. <laughs> you can't even light a candle, man. No, yeah. yeah, Lori lights a, an incense and I smell it in the other room. My first instinct is get up and look around, see if anything's burning. Stacy runs down the stairs oh outside and runs around the house like... Just to make sure. Jesus Christ. I, real fast. Yeah, folks, there was a fire. Uh, you can go back a few episodes and check that out. I don't think they want to go back to those days. But yeah. No, no. That, yeah, that, I mean, we're essentially the same. Yeah, I mean, musically, we're always. Um, always growing. I mean, that's yeah, the yeah, we're point, always growing. Right? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go rediscover stuff that, you know, uh, we we used to be into a long time ago, and it's a different list in this time. And mm-hmm. I, I think we. we you just start to really see who you are after a while. You know, it, 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 it takes a while. And uh, it's funny. I was, I was telling, talking with my friend, Sean in uh, Fort Worth the other night, we were talking about how hard it is to discover your sound. You know, yeah. it, it, it was very easy back in the day because like in the sixties, all you had was blues. That was it. They were all just blues was the style. That's it. You didn't have to know what you're doing. It's like by the time, like our generation, mm-hmm. how, how much was there to be inspired by? It's like, you want to, you want to, explore everything all of these great sounds and genres and all of this stuff and it takes a long time to wind your way through it and you know digest what you can discard what you what what doesn't mix you mm-hmm. know and yeah. and it's 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 always an adventure it's it's like it's a very long study now it was a beautiful time for creation yes yeah oh yeah for sure every and, band was amazing yeah. all this all the artists on the radio were amazing mm-hmm. and- each one now, like on that note, uh, Stacy, you may have heard this. I mean, AM terrestrial radio is going away. Um, right. FM ain't even trying anymore. 
but like there was different ways. Sometimes hearing those songs on AM, you couldn't hear them on another format or even FM. The first time you really hear the song is the CD or cassette that you purchased, or in my case, is 45s too. Um, you right. get to hear what the song is supposed to sound like. That's something it, you had all these places to search, and the search was never ending. I'm still, I'm still looking for some things I couldn't find in the '70s, and that keeps it interesting. I don't know how interesting music is now to research for kids right now because it's all in their face all the time. They don't really discover anything because everybody's already discovered it before them. <laughs> so nothing's original. Um, but, yeah, we're losing platforms. I don't know if it's good or bad because uh, then, you know, like we're talking, the, 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 the pencil pushers become in charge again and make us listen to what they want us to hear. And I hate that. And that's why I do this, and that's probably why you guys make the music you make. Um, well, try, trying to find some kind of take what's been done and, you know, throw your something different into the mix, try to change it up. And that's just all we're trying to do is, you know, not do the same old thing. It's mm-hmm. just try to create something different, something new, something interesting. You're original. That's, just, that's all there yeah, is to I it. Mean, yeah. we, we, <laughs> well, sometimes, all, sometimes doing that is rediscovering something it, that's already and been And it done. makes it hard. You know, it's like carving your own path is, is not easy. You know, it's... I understand. You, know, you got to be brave. You've got to be courageous, man, to go forward and be like, I'm going this way. And you have to be yeah. willing to fail forever. Yes. And, we've and ta- that's, that's where we are. We're, 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 you know, we'll, we'll suffer. We'll take it, you know. We've but talked about least, this. You know, we can sleep at night knowing that I'm not, that we're not, you know, following the crowd and doing what everyone else is doing. Right. Yeah. And you got to promote yourself because nobody else is going to do it. Um, I've taken hits for that. Um, I don't know. I know, Stacey, we've talked about it in the past, like, you know, you don't get all the support that you need from from sources that you would expect it would come from. Sometimes, mm-hmm. um, you gotta. If I don't do it, nobody will. That's right. <laughs> nobody. That's will. a great point. And well, you know, well, why why would anybody be willing to talk about your show when you're not even willing to promote it yourself? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I, I, that you know what, and you get gun shy. And I have these these writings that I just rediscovered that I'm in the process. I'm putting it out in a week or two, a uh, new book with a bunch of short stories and. Yeah, it's a rediscovery of old stuff and a lot of new stuff, and then stuff that happened that you just write down. Uh, with okay, we were up to episode seven, a hard, hard winner, which I was familiar with that song already, and that's a great video too. Um, now we're now that's skipping ahead to uh, episode. I'm sorry, Act Three, Episode Seven. Um, it and where does storyline? Where does that fall in before your epic finale? Um, for um. Yeah, hard, 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 hard winner. winner is, yeah. Uh, yeah, that one is kind of um, hitting rock bottom, pretty much. Ah, uh, okay. You, you've, you've not complete like like the materially hitting rock bottom, um, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So you're you're you've you've it's it's despair, it's nihilism. Uh, it's cold place. It's, it's very cold, cold place and blue, um, and uh, lonely. And and I and I think probably maybe like with with hallucinations of the past, you know, you you don't know if you're mingling in the past or not. Everything's kind of running together. It's 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 just mass disorientation. Mm-hmm. And really. I and I think the video um, portrays that. Yeah, yeah, really well. Everything we like to said. make our videos the um, the 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 set 
and the 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 room and the, and the space that we're in is like the main character usually for yeah. the videos. It, it it has to take on a very strong character. I noticed mm-hmm. that, and I was going to comment on that, and you you just said it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, the room, every, your surroundings seem to be the third character every time. Uh, I, you definitely use that that space available to you. Uh, we should give them another taste. Uh, what, what song would you guys pick next? I'd do Hard Hard Hard, Winter. Hard Winter. Yeah, all right. I set that one up, I guess. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hard Hard Winter it is, and we'll get right back with Stacey and Lori. Thank you for listening, folks.
That was Hard Hard Winter. I hope you enjoyed it like I do. That one got me through a few things this year. Um, there were a few things I had to get through, and nothing gets you through things better than music. Um, while I was sick, and they all know I was, um, I couldn't even read. So you it, you turn to music, because that's the only thing. And it, even music became hard to listen to. Um, I had to rediscover it again, just because I was, you're out of it, and you have no motivation for anything. Music is the easiest, because you really, it's, um, it's less effort than, saying picking up a pen, typing something, or opening up a book. I, I, my eyes wouldn't focus on reading, so even learning lyrics, uh, again, was something new to me. So it's all new to me again, which is great, and for you guys, a great timing for you guys to put this, this thing out that you put out. Um, Stacy, I want to know, like, when you're, not just when you're writing, but when you're getting ready to perform or when you're hmm, writing a song, uh, what, do you listen to any other guitarist or do you, is there something that gets you motivated to play outside of your own uh, will to play? Oh, man, I'm listening all the time to stuff. I'm constantly listening. That You know, that, that's, that's one thing that I've always done that a lot of musicians don't do I mean everybody listens to a lot of music but I would say I probably listen 80% of the time and practice 20% of the time mm. and I and I and I think that's kind of what's made my style and approach different because I don't play um, I'm, I'm because of that limited practice I'm not like I'm more like a David Gilmore type kind ah. of you know I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of or like a Robbie Robertson from the band. I'm like mm. trying to find what fits the song. I'm, I'm not interested in getting up and, you know, playing guitar. That's, I, that's never interested me. I mean, if, if it did, then I would have practiced eight hours a day, you know. <laughs> uh, but I was more interested in songs and songwriting and concepts and textures feel. And, and feel. Yeah, especially feel, man, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I listen to a lot of stuff from every era, and it really depends <laughs> on what zone I'm in. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I'm, I'm, I'm very... Uh, I, I'm, I'm very focused and uh, determined, uh, actually obsessive towards a direction. Once I go towards a direction, I'm trying to go for something I like. I'm, I'm soaked in it and I can't listen to anything else. That there's, there's been a lot of great music in the past that I missed out on that I didn't really yes. see as great because I didn't, I didn't give it the opportunity because I'm into this thing right now. Mm -hmm. And everybody that knows me knows that when Stacy's into this thing, don't try to show him any of this over here because he's just not going to get it because he's in this thing. Yeah. So later I'll come back, circle around, like, oh man, this is a great album. Man. This is actually really good. <laughs> how did I miss unbelievable. This? <laughs> yeah, there's like, a, yeah, how did I, how did I miss this one? Uh, well, wasn't and, paying and, attention. And somebody, anyway, Right, somebody was trying to. I have, I've had that, like uh, with certain bands and a friend. Like, dude, I introduced you to that two years ago. Uh, I'm like, well, I wasn't paying attention. I was in a zone mm -hmm. <laughs> at that yeah. time. Focus no, it's on true. that. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like um, uh, we. I, I totally missed out on. I didn't even know they were there, but um, I used to like Killing Joke back in the day. Oh my, and, say. Uh, they're one of my favorite like bands, man. Yeah. Man, Ours how did you oh, yeah. miss that? <laughs> I missed it, but thank God I found it. Yeah, that's fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I, I played Pandemonium for her. Oh, and, uh, that's a weird like, pick, oh, but cool. No, no, no. The first song was not Pan. Um, it was Pandemonium. But what was the song on that? Uh, Millennium. No, it wasn't Pandemonium. That, that was the first song. No, it was oh. Millennium. Love like love like um. Love like blood. blood is like my favorite tune. That was, yeah, that's that's like it from 80, 86. Yeah, yeah, with the with the 80s is on but, there. But, but you heard Pandemonium first. That's how, yeah, I showed you killing. And they had like that Motley Crue kind of beginning on Love Like Blood. Oh, yeah. They, oh, oh, oh it's the Dr. Feelgood beat. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the, uh, yeah, the, the Pandemonium is, I saw them 
that's when I was exposed to Killing Joke in '95, mm-hmm. and I went to the, I went to see them with uh, I think Stabbing Westward. Yes, up for them. that would be yeah. correct. And so that yep. was. Yeah, and that was at Trees in Dallas, which is where the famous Kurt Cobain fight happened with the security guard yes. and all that. It's, it was the same building. And yes. I, t- I tell you what, I mean, I saw a lot of shows in 95, and, you know, I was, you know, I was going to shows in the in the town Pantera built, okay? So oh, there yeah. were some loud, raucous freaking shows going just, on. Just saw that, them. That, just saw the uh, remix with Zach Wilde and Charlie Benante. So. Yeah. yeah, I... I I didn't get to see them at the basement in Dallas. I was a little Ooh, too young. I was there I, for I that. Yeah, it. I was there. Yeah, I, man, I tell you, loved that it. Would have been great. I met Rex yeah, there. Was, yes. Uh, I actually I met Rex for I think nice it was guy. Eagle Rock Fest in '94, um, and he was there. He was signing autographs. I was working for the Eagle, the, the KEGL, the rock station in Dallas that brought the show. So awesome. I actually met him and Bruce Dickinson. On, wow. On, on the day, I believe. And I was I was blown away by Bruce Dickinson because uh, I, I used to love Iron Maiden back in the day. He was like one of my first original rock stars. It was, it was all about Def Leppard and Iron Maiden. There you go. With, Huge. With <laughs> you know. And I'm so a Def I mean, fan. I, I, I walked up and we just kind of ran our little security, which is just you know a couple people making sure people don't go into the radio van or nothing like that. And so I'm walking out and I I see this. <clears throat> this hobbit standing in front of me <laughs> and i'm like i'm like uh, and I'm, i i didn't know that was him at all i knew he was coming and i'd never seen him in person right so and you know when you're little bruce dickinson looked like he was seven feet tall because you know the spandex and everything right, and right. just a big stage presence yep and so here's this hobbit standing in front of me and then and, and then he turns around with that big toothy grin you know and i'm like holy shit that's bruce dickinson yeah <laughs> he would hate <laughs> you calling him a hobbit <laughs> He puts his pants on like everyone else, yeah, yeah. except when his pants are on, he makes badass heavy metal records. And he flies airplanes. <laughs> he flies airplanes too. Uh, yeah, he, he actually uh, didn't he fly the the band jet for the the uh, uh, yeah the the six 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 tour. Yes, he did. I'm going to bring you back to wow. that uh, that period of time you're talking about '95 um, with Killing Joke. You know about Nirvana versus Killing Joke back then, right? That, uh, oh yeah, the, 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 whole the riff. Come as you are thing. Yeah, the come as you are riff. And Dave Grohl will tell you, yeah, we kind of did. You know, they they kind of ripped it off. Then he ended up playing on Killing Joke albums and touring yeah. with them. So, oh yeah, that's right. All's that's good right. there. All's good. And then we yeah, lost. Man. We lost a great no, bass player though. No, Raven. Nobody cares. People <laughs> nick stuff all the time. They nick stuff all the time, man. It's it's like, have you ever heard a twelve bar blues song? The one hundred thousand twelve bar blues songs, and it's like, come on, give me a break. <laughs> There's only a certain amount of chords, right? There's only a certain amount of chords. And, you know, at this point, it's like everything's been done now. Yeah. It's like, I mean, there was, believe it or not, David, there was a time <laughs> when nobody had yet done. Nobody had ever done that yet. So literally everything you played on a guitar was innovative was and brand new. Yeah. Every, every, every lick was brand new. A perfect so. example. Louie Louie. Um, Joan Jett there just, you re- go. just redid That's it right. like about, yeah. well, 15 years ago. But yeah, Louie mm-hmm. Louie, the easiest riff in the world. Uh, but That's yeah, right. back, Killing Joke, we did lose a great bass player there. The Raven was, uh, the Raven King song on one of the newer records is amazing. The ode to, to Raven when he passed. Uh, who he also played with Prong and Ministry, but we, that's another that's a story for a whole another time. Right. Um, yet, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so to reel it yeah, in. Yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're just ex- excellent. I just love them. You, you. So that's something. Uh, but like, bef- all right. Before you get on stage, uh, I, don't worry, Lori. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to you. Uh, but Stacey, before you get on stage, is there something? What do you before you get up there? Is there something that gets your mind focused on that stage presence? Or do you want complete opposite of that? You just jump up there and go. 
Is there something? That's for you, Stacey. Oh, oh, you, yeah. Was, I said, well, for, for Lori? You, you will get to Lori next. I, I, that's for oh, her okay. too. I, was, yeah. I, I thought I heard you say Lori. Uh, He's looking at me like, oh, yeah. I said I'm gonna. I'm gonna... <laughs> no, for, well, well, first I go and puke uh, in the trash can. Uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I would. I would. <laughs> no, no. There, there is that. Um, everything. It's, it's, it's like it's always. It's kind of like a like in football. You know, the quarterback. You know, Brett Favre used to have that. He was like a just. A rattled nerves until that first pass, you know, and mm. then after three passes, then he calms down. You know, that's that's kind of the way it is with music. You know, you're uh, you're really excited. It's a big adrenaline rush, and then you calm down a little bit because you never know how it's going to sound and how it's going to kick off. And then mm. it, it's like no, no matter how many times you do it, it's always that way. But I think that's a good thing. Okay. You know, so. but yeah, the adrenaline and yeah, you may be a little fast, a little ahead of the beat and whatever, because it's it's all going so fast. And what's what's really crazy about a gig is that you could have like a thirty-five minute, forty-five minute gig. It feels like it's four minutes. <laughs> it just goes so fast, you know. I believe it. But no, I I I think whether it's recording or playing, you know, what I mainly have to do is get myself into a in, in, into the headspace of um where my zone is, uh is as far as my style and you know, in the context of what I'm going to be doing. And most importantly, just stay in shape. You have to keep the hands in shape because if you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll get busy and you know, it'll be the same for Lori when she's talking about it too. But um, when I'm, when, when, when your hands get weak and then you go back and play guitar, first of all, you know, if you don't have calluses, and, you're, and you don't have your muscle memories not up to par, you feel like you suck. You're like, oh, my God, what happened? I'm a terrible guitar player. <laughs> and then after three weeks, your hands are strong again. You got the calluses. You can bend like crazy. And you're like, oh, okay, I just was out of shape. Great, thank God. <laughs> you know? But, but it's, it's that way all the time. There's always that little bit of doubt like, oh, my God, I am just – I am clam city, man. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, that's why I call it, like, you know, the famous studio sound city in, uh, in, in LA and yes. then whenever I'm, whenever I'm sucking, I call our studios clam city <laughs> <laughs> live from clam, clam city. <laughs> well, you know, I actually, folks, you probably hear, uh, one of my dogs in the background, Jed is chiming in. Sorry about that, but Hey, it does, it's all part of the show. Uh, Lori, I uh, hate to say it's your turn, but, um, so how do you prepare yourself for either a live show or getting, just getting behind that mic? Is there something ritual? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, like Stacy said, and that's the most important part is staying in shape. And, you know, we're always, you know, we're working on music. We, we, you know, Stacy's got like 10 jobs, you know, we get busy doing stuff and I'm not really on top of staying in shape like I should be, you know. So if there's somewhere if we have to perform or do whatever, it's like it's very important to uh, make sure that I'm singing like every day, you know. Mm -hmm. And now, now that I'm older, it's like I have to practice like more than ever when I was younger I could just be like oh you know and sing all <laughs> yeah, freaking night and, and, and I'd be like just fine you know and wake up and do it again but now you know <laughs> things don't work like they used to <laughs> including these muscles like he's like you've got I mean and you know and I'm loud you know I'm loud <laughs> and yeah yeah so um you know I, I really have to make sure that I don't blow my voice out because that could that could easily happen Right. So it's just keep keep everything loose and, you know. Well, I think in that process, you're actually a, a better singer now than you ever were, probably because you you didn't need to do those discipline well, things I, well, back well, then because you didn't need to, but the discipline helps. Well, the thing is mm. that the music that I'm doing now with you is completely different than what I used to do. You know, yeah. I mean, I was doing like dance stuff. I did a little country pop stuff, a little bit of everything, you mm -hmm. know pop stuff um so but now working with the bloody nerve um on our material it's just it just requires just a whole new 
discipline. You know, I had, I, yeah, and I had to level up vocally, you know, to mm. match the music, you know, because it's so intense and, you know, there's just so much emotion in it and my voice has to, you know, yeah. to match. I yeah. mean, I, I, do you panic if you feel a little scratch in your throat one morning? Is that a panic situation or do you, you know what to do? No, no. I mean, no, I, yeah, I definitely know what to do when I know, you know, when I can push it and when I can't, mm -hmm. you know, um, okay. and what teas and, you know, different exercises I uh -huh. need to do and all that. I've been um, gathering that. Yeah, I've been gathering that from other vocalists. There are things to do there, whether it's, you know, lemon and tea or honey. Uh, I mean, there's all different. Everybody has their own ritual. Or whiskey. There you go. <laughs> I th whiskey is great for rock and roll voice. I know that. Yeah. yeah. yeah that'll dry you out pretty quick. Well, whiskey though. has, yeah. um, whiskey. I mean, Stacy has that natural whiskey and honey voice. There you go. Yeah, I agree. Um, something like that. I also, you know what? I didn't mean to, something like that. I, I didn't mean to gloss over one of these songs too, because it, it's funny. This would be in my top three favorites of of yours. But doing all day, um, the harmony between you. This goes back to episode three. Uh, um, this is Act Two, right? I believe. Um, yeah, Act, act Two. Act episode Two is the Reckoning. Six. Yeah, That's the name. Act Episode yeah, six. It's episode six. Okay. Yeah. Doing all day. Oh yeah, um, we missed that one, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, it's my day. fault because yeah. I wanted to focus on it a little bit. Um, it, you suck. I do. <laughs> yes, I How do. How dare you? Wait, wait. I'm gonna take the promise approach on that one. I told you I sucked. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Beautiful okay. harmony. You knew what we were getting into. <laughs> there is beautiful harmony between the two of you on that. Doing all day for an aggressive Thanks, ass you. song. Um, I love, you know, Lord, pardon me, pardon my enemies today, pardon my anger all the way. You start a song off with that, you're already drawing your line in the sand. It's a strong-ass lyric to to start a song. Uh, of course, this goes right up to one of my top favorites of yours. Um, I don't know, is that an angry song? Or is that I think that is a... Reflection? <clears throat> well, yeah, I think that uh, that really, that one kind of starts to people start to gravitate more back to their proclivity of looking for faith in a hopeless situation. You're now it's in a soul search, rich. you know, it's, yeah. it's very, I mean, it is a prison song. I mean, like doing all day is the term they use for doing life in prison. So right. that's kind of the, um, it's a, it is kind of a prison song, kind of a chain gang ish type mm -hmm. of thing. Uh, mm. but, but it, it, it does have that gospel type of, uh, flair yeah. to it. Yeah. The beat. Um, yeah. Almost like, you know, you're heading into the, you know, just you're just you're you know you're going into the shadows and now you're praying because you know you're going there you don't know what's going to happen so yeah that's a, and that's then a focal again, point for yeah. me go ahead i'm sorry Lori. go ahead no no i was going to say in the video also you know oh, we yeah. wanted to convey that you know yep yeah you'd be you'd, you'd be surprised how many people in a, in a newfound way pray to god when there's nothing else left interesting isn't it it's funny yeah. it is interesting it is interesting and I've called a few people out on that one, but you know, hey, hey I, I've been in that situation myself more than a few times. And uh, oh yeah, we all have, man. Yeah, I'm not a hypocrite when it comes to that stuff. Um, but yeah, your music did keep me going here. So yeah, that goes back to episode six. I wanted to focus on that because the harmonies there, I, I just stood out for some reason on that one more than others. Even though I know you have stronger harmonies in other songs, that one I just particularly just, I don't know, it rang my bell. We'll just say, followed up by a hard, hard winner, which you folks already heard. And uh, and we're gonna go out with a banger. I keep you know building this thing up, but I do love it. Um, but you know, I want to thank you for the music. First of all, it's just timeless, and like all the greats, you come back to it and it's fresh again. Uh, do you think you're gonna discover your own music from now, uh, Stacy? In 30 years, they oh wow, yeah, we were pretty good. <laughs> 
Yeah. What's if I'm alive you... in 30 years, yeah. I hope so. Um, <laughs> or, what I really hope is that in 30 years, some kid's going to go find it. Well, there won't be record stores, but uh, right, I know. Yeah, they'll 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 find it somewhere and be like, oh wow, wow this this really speaks to me. Yeah, that's um, the most important thing, really. Right. Yeah. So it's not going to take somebody else coming around. Stacy, you need to hear this band, The Bloody Nerve. You know, how did you miss this? Uh, leave, uh, that, yeah. leave that to another kid somewhere. Um, you know what? But 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 Discovery is good. And, and it's like uh, we were we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, actually, because we were th- talking about one of the things that happened with me. It's funny because, you know, I, I knew Caius back in the day. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I totally missed the Queens of the Stone Age thing. Mm-hmm. I, I, just, wow. I was in a different realm doing different stuff. I was in radio and it just kind of a lot of that just passed me by during my radio years and like to the late 90s and the 2000s and all that. And then I bounced out of that and into, you know, other stuff. And so I'm like totally discovering all this awesome Queens of the Stone Age stuff. I'm like, yeah. holy crap. These it's freaking guys impressive. are awesome. They're awesome. It's kind of like Killing Joke with Lorianne. It's just, it's, she's like, how? Yeah, how did? Yeah, how? I didn't know Queens of the Stone Age either. I knew that one popular song that they had. The yeah, it was just kind of yeah. out of our. It was just kind of out of our orbit. Yeah, you know? it was out of the zone. But I love that because yes. that because as you go through the years, you've always got something new to discover. It would suck if there was nothing. I mean, especially the way music is now, there's hardly anything new to discover. So yeah. you're you're kind of left at and, discovering things that happened a long time ago, and now they're new to you. And so. they're the closest thing to kind of what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Everything you said. Um, Totally agree. Uh, And I'm going to give you something to watch tonight if you didn't do it already. Did you watch the Killing Joke documentary? No, I have not seen it yet, but I knew it was coming out. Oh, I didn't even know there was a doc. Oh, 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 oh. You you know what? That's going to prompt a phone call to me after you guys watch it. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, it is wild, man. It is wild. Uh, One of the better ones out there. Very trippy. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, we like trippy. Oh, yeah. you're yeah, going to like imagine, it. yeah, uh, jazz is oh, yeah. a little disturbed. Jazz Coleman, uh, so. yeah. Oh, oh I, I love jazz. I love that band, man. Watch that yeah, it's, documentary. It's, it's, yeah, it's so weird. That I, I, that show that I saw, that was at that time, the reason that show really stuck out to me is because they were very unusual, but it was yeah. the loudest show I've still heard. It was brutally loud yes. i mean just i mean all the synth stuff that they had going it was just like just smashing my soul like yeah. boom 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 as i so I, I always remembered that show for that reason it well, was so loud well, yeah. i haven't i haven't gotten the chance to see them live which really sucks and they won't play here anymore what? oh why is that so it's just too much of a pain in the ass oh, yeah you know oh, for, really? yeah it's just coming to the united states and there's just it's just all the political nonsense to try to get a tour, you know, uh, in the industry and all the crap you got to do. And, and I'm sure, you know, it, it, it costs a mint to mm-hmm. go out on tour. I mean, there's a reason why we're not out there touring all the time. It costs a mint to just rehearse a band, man. And, and those right. dudes are like, they're yeah. like in their sixties, man. They're like, ah, oh, screw that. We'll just do it here. Why, oh, yeah. why do we need to go to there? Like, yeah. I don't blame Yeah. Them. They can tour all they want over there. Yeah. It's a shame though. The people that will miss having that opportunity to see them live. I know. Like me. <laughs> well, I want to see them again, <laughs> but I yeah. feel bad for myself. <laughs> yeah, I, well, watch the documentary because you'll you'll probably come up with more questions after that. Um, really, I, I know folks uh, ten years older than me, old Sabbath fans, Led Zeppelin. Go, they they were not a fan. None of them were fans of a Killing Joke. They watched that documentary. They're holy shit. Do you know this band, Dave? I'm like, yeah, I love them. And yeah, the documentary is just different. Just different. It's wow. Dude, they're the they're the greatest band that hardly anybody knows about. Exactly, it's mm-hmm. unbelievable. Yeah, dude, every song is amazing. And they're and they're getting better. Yeah, yeah I know. If I told you I had every album on CD, would you believe me? Yeah, 
I do. I have almost all of them on vinyl. Yeah, oh, vinyl's <laughs> I think nice. I'm missing one. Very cool. I only have one on vinyl. Damn. Yeah, we've got Absolute Descent. We've got yeah. Pylon. We've got um, Self-Titled 2003, the one Dave Grohl's on. Mm-hmm. We've got we've yeah. got the the debut. That's right. Yeah. Um, and Night we've songs. got Pan, Pan, uh, Pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think five. But I mean, there's there's a lot more than that. But I, I want to get um, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, the one that um, uh, Nighttime. Night, I, I got night, it Nighttime. Yeah, Nighttime. That is the classic album. Yeah, I've got yeah Kings and Queens. Man. And I uh, love Kings like and Blood. Queens, I love man. Yeah. Oh, his vo- vocals on that and Love Like Blood, yeah. the '80s. Uh, you just can't go wrong. And here we are talking about the Killing Joke. Meanwhile, <laughs> the bloody nerve here. Are are you guys planning on playing all three acts live? at any point well it'll it'll be four when we're done Ooh. there'll be an act four so so the the way the acts go and we have to explain this all the time because it is a little complicated so the way it's broken down is there's you have the album within the album you have acts four acts each act has episodes so we, when we started doing this we're like well we want to release this in serials but you know we, we we can't do it all at once you know and it's not just song after song after song so Act one was called Retrograde. Mm. Act two is called Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Act three is called Ruins. Right. And then Act four will be Act four. Okay. No title for that? <laughs> but we, oh, there is, but we'll have a title announcement ah. when that time comes. All right. I understand. <laughs> I understand timing. I also understand something else you, you brought up earlier I wanted to bounce back to. Um, walking away from something sometimes revives it, meaning – if I uh, last night while me and you were kind of discussing this or the night before, I don't remember, I would, but last night for five hours at night and then five hours prior to that in the AM. So 10 hours yesterday, I was writing the same goddamn story for, you know, like 55 pages. So, and I couldn't do it anymore. I was getting tired of my own uh, plot twists and turns and you got to simplify at some point, walk away, Uh, walk away, come back and it's fresh again. Do you walk away, put the guitar down, walk away, Lori, do you throw the mic against the wall and say, I'm coming back. I need to go get something to drink and I'll, we'll talk about this in a week. You should see the shit that I do, man. Oh, it's, well, you gotta give us some visuals, please. (laughs) Oh man. Um, man, I, well, well, the microphone, the studio is in the hottest room of the house. First of all, Uh uh-huh. So it gets pretty in. Yeah, I'm sweating like balls in this room while I'm singing. So it's pretty bad. Like I'm going to have to go outside, take, get some air, Uh you know, cool off a bit. Um, and yeah, I mean, sometimes it's good to, to take a break. You don't want to walk away for too long because you don't want to lose it, but you want to get away enough to, to kind of just, you know, get a handle on things, come back. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, you, you don't then, you don't want to break order. And then sometimes it's like you know you've got a certain way in your mind you've got a you know you've got a certain way where you, this is the way you, in your mind the way it's supposed to sound, but then what's coming out of your mouth is not matching. Right. You know what I mean? I so do then know. it's kind of then it throws you off, and you're like, what? Oh, you know, you just you get frustrated. Well, that's when you, you know, go and rethink and think. Well, exactly. am I trying to force it or should I just let it be what it is? Exactly. You know, you totally. know yes. Just, you know, yes. maybe get back to it like an hour. Let's get back to it tonight. You know, um, cause sometimes if we start singing early in the, in the morning, we're working on a song. It's just kind of, it's too early. You know, it's like you get, you got to kind of let the day go by. And at night, you know, from talking and speaking and using the, the muscles, then you're able to, to kind of hit what your mind, <laughs> what yeah. you're hearing. You know what I mean? I do know. I do know what you mean. 
I, yeah. you know, I got to thank my mother for that one. Um, she, you know, I, see, mom, I'm, I'm actually very happy for you too. Uh, happy about things you do for me as well. Um, she, uh, uh, last day of school, seventh grade, I had a horrible year. It was going to get worse. Come home from school. Summer's going to start. I, what am I going to do? What friends am I going to play? You know, this is a kid thinking. She's like, yeah. get your stuff. We're going to the beach. I'm like, okay. And she took me to Cedar Beach. Laura, you might be familiar with that. And we just sat, went out, sat on the beach, had had the radio, and spent the day there. Clear head, clear thinking, and learning from that experience. You know, you just walk away from everything for a little bit and come back. It's still there. <laughs> Your mess could be yeah. waiting for you, but you might have a clearer head to think about. Well, so, it's best when you're by the water too. Yeah. Thanks, you know? mom. Mom. <laughs> Nothing's better than that. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah that does help. But, I'll spend hours like on a mix, you know, it's like I spend a lot of time, you know, with the mixes and, and it does help to walk away. But, you know, some, some something else as well is that some <clears throat> what I've learned is there is no finishing it. So like when you're doing a mix or something like that, you know, nobody ever finishes a mix. They just abandon it. Ah, mm -hmm. So you never because you for the until the end of time you could always come back to it and say oh, okay well this needs a little more mid-range or you know yeah, and the, you know this, you know the kick that. isn't strong enough and then you listen to it for a year and then you're like your ears have chilled out over a year and you're like ah man i didn't i didn't have enough bite in the guitars let's go i mean you could do that till you're dead you just have to be so, satisfied with it at some yeah, point yeah you just abandon it let it go out into the wild and the important thing is to just keep making new art just keep making new art mm -hmm. you know yeah, don't, yeah. don't get you'll end up in a quagmire and i'm the world's worst i mean I'll, I'll, I'll end up in a quagmire with a with a song or a mix mm -hmm. and it's just never uh and what's happened is i've i've lost my perspective everybody else is like man it sounds great what's your problem I'm like mm -mm. it's not <laughs> it's not as wide as i want it to be it's not because it's your it's not your vision right. of what you thought and what what i've had to learn is to let every production be itself because mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of rigid in that way where it's like if if let's say we have 12 songs and I'm producing all 12 songs and I want them all to kind of sound the same where it's like exists in its own universe you know like an album should you know it's like if if you listen to a song from oh, let's take killing joke if, mm -hmm. if if you take a song from pylon you know that song is from Pylon. If you listen to a song from Pandemonium, you know that that song is from Pandemonium because right. the way it sounds, right? Okay, so but what it, what what I've had to learn to do is to just let each of them take on their own. You can keep them in the same environment, but you can't get too rigid with it. You you can get pretty fanatical. I want all the kick drums to sound the same. You know, they, <laughs> no, they're not going to because they were played at different days. Um, our drummer cut them in three different studios, so it's just it's just a fool's errand to try to make them all sound exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, everything's so. been recorded at different times. It's not uh, like you go into the studio and you have this many hours to cut yep. the whole album. We didn't do it that way. Oh That's, no! If wow. if you go into the studio and you cut all the rhythm tracks to an album over the course of a week. Well, they all mix the same because they were all mic'd at the same. They were dialed in the same. They were mm -hmm. performed over a few days. So you can make a you can make a template, and once you've mixed the drum set once, you've mixed them for every song because they're the same. So because they were all recorded, but like this was different. It's like try to make songs recorded three years apart. We've got different gear. Our tastes have changed a little bit. Yeah, uh, we've changed our minds on things. things we've we've, we've got we've got different instrumentation. Mm -hmm. So we're still trying to make that cohesive and trying to keep that together over that period of time. Mm -hmm. I've never even heard of that being done, and now I see why, because it's re it's really hard. It's yeah. really hard to do. And I didn't I didn't really consider that when I started. We just went, ah, let's do it, you know. And it's like, okay. Yeah. So. Well, we knew we had to do something differently. We didn't want to just throw an album out there mm -hmm. and just now beat have that album on a clock. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what happens. You know, you throw it out and then it's out, it's released, and then every day that passes, yeah. 15 it's just... minutes later, it's like, okay, that's when's your next album? Oh yeah, my God. Like, I um... totally understand this. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And plus, if, what you were saying earlier about, um, you find an old piece of work and you're mixing it for something new. Uh, that must drive your synapses crazy. Like, uh, cause you're going back in time in your brain where you were at that point, And then you have something new. You want to fix it, uh, put the puzzle together to, um, do you, I mean, does that make you crazy? Like, or does it make yes. you feel better linking it? Uh, it makes you crazy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's both. It's, okay. it's a psychosis because I, I, I really want all this stuff to sound similar and cohesive and, and bring this up to that. Like, like in the first, like if you have an album, the first two songs, you know, your preamps weren't as good as the ones you had in the seventh <laughs> and eighth songs. And you're like, mm, oh man, if only those had those preamps on it. And so, but, but then there's that feeling of satisfaction when you do bring it up and, and you've got everything evened out. You're like, aha, yes, that's it. 100 percent Eureka. Yes. You know. Totally. I yes, because I hate one of the stories that went out of mine. I wasn't quite ready and I was in a rush and they, there was a deadline and I didn't like how it turned out. I just revised it in the past couple of days. I'm like, this is the way it was supposed to go. And this is how it should be. And um I just feel better about it now. I don't know if that's how it works for you. Uh you could always go back and remix a song, I guess, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, we've we, I've I've touched up some things because I got some better gear and I could um, like in the, in the final release of the album, there'll be some touch ups and, you know, and, and, and over the years you get better at it. So you go back mm -hmm. and say, oh, I should have done this, you know. Yes. So but that's part of just producing it yourself. And we really don't care. I mean, it's <laughs> learning as we go. Man. There's a lot of it. Everything is learning as we're, we're getting better at writing. We're getting better. If, if, we're, if we're never getting better at anything anymore, it's just time to quit. You know, I mean, I hear what's, you. There, what's 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 there to do at that point? You know, yeah, forcing it, forcing work is never going to sound right or look right. It's if you're if something comes natural and you write it down and roll with it. I always found that to be better. Um, but forcing it, uh, it's then it's time to walk away for a bit. That's why I know when yeah. I'm I know when I'm spent and I got to stop and come back to mm -hmm. a piece of work. I'm sure you both do the same thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it, it helps to come back fresh because you'll get frustrated. And sometimes, I mean, I'll be in mortal combat with a mix or like the low end in a mix and I can't get it. I'll start getting like anxiety. Like I'm not going to get this. This is not going to happen. And I'm like stressed. And then I'll wake up the next day with fresh ears coming in. I'm like, eh, that wasn't that hard. Well, same thing with vocals, you know, sometimes yeah. it's like the simplest thing. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like I can't hit that. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. You can psych yourself out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, kids listening it's right ridiculous. now, this is great advice for all of you, whether you're right or, or, or if you're a vocalist, you're a musician. This is great advice. Uh, don't give up that first time around. Come back to it and check it out. Because, yeah, like you guys are saying, Laura, you probably come back and nail the note the first time when you come back to it. Because I'm not hearing something the way I'm supposed to be hearing it. And, and Stacey's like, come on, you, I know you can do this little, little thing. And I'm like, I don't know why. The melody is da, da, da. Yeah, and I'm like, it why? Goes, da, and like, it's the most simplest freaking thing. I'm like, why can't I just like nail it to the cross right now? <laughs> and then I get frustrated. I'm like, all right, I, I need to... Well, and, 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 and what we found is when those things happen, those are usually a symptom of physically not being in shape. Mm -hmm, exactly. because, because what happens is your attention is so focused on physically making the thing happen that you're not just letting your natural, you know, yeah. musical prowess drive you at that point. And, and it happens with guitar, too. I'll like be, you know, if my hands aren't in shape. Yeah, you were saying I'm, that I'm, before. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trying too hard to hit that full step in my bend, and I can't do it because I've got calluses, so I'm not playing well. So mm -hmm. it sounds like shit. Yeah. So it's 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 the same thing. So once you're physically in shape, these problems stop happening. Stay warmed up, kids. Exactly. Yeah, I always have something on the back burner too. 
uh, especially yeah. if you're a writer, uh, whether it's music or otherwise, have always have something to show for it. Have something ready and, when you never know when you're going to be called out. Yeah, don't th- don't throw things away. Hold on to it because you never know when you, you, you're going to need it or go back into it. You know yes. what I mean? Or you could take from it. Uh, yeah. And salvage some things. Yeah. I really know what you mean there. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I always go back. Not always, but I, I always go back and look. I don't always use it. May, I may use a character or a phrase or something, but. Or it yeah. might spark something, you it, know? Completely, it, it did. And you were, that's what you said right there. Um, it will spark things. Um, mm-hmm. What else do you guys do to get away from it? I, 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 when you Do you ever part ways with music <laughs> completely? We go to Kroger. Yeah, we go to Kroger. And we, we, we go grocery shopping. I make I make the cat food. I, our, our cats eat ground meat, so I, I make the whole 10 pounds of meat. Dude, we, we live like at Kroger and Lowe's. Like, okay, Lowe's. We got Home Depot for that. Yeah, hey, and, and hey Lowe's. man, you want to give me a good Christmas gift? Give me a freaking Lowe's card. Yeah. <laughs> gift certificates, yes, to Lowe's. <laughs> so I can fix all the uh, holes in the drywall in the house. And speaking of house, uh, Lori and I were talking off air a little bit there, Stacy. That your um, your workspace is your third character. Um, yeah, we were talking about the real estate there. That's a big ass studio. If that's what I'm seeing. The, the is- well, yeah. It, well, it's our it's our house studio, uh-huh. um, and so the studio is actually upstairs, and uh, it's the it's the third room, and the entire room is dedicated to it. And it's a, it's a nice size room. It's got tall. It's 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 perfect for us. It's got know, character. It's, uh, it's got character, and it shows it's got character. Yep, it's 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 treated. Um, so you know, the, I can do a little better do- job with the sound treatment, but yeah, it's good. You know, we've got everything that we need in here. It's a good creative space. Um, the cats like to. Well, there's a carpet for the cats to drag their butt across. Yeah, um, and we got a good, and we've got a good amount of land too, so we can just really let. Oh, let I, loose, I mean, I know? can I can crank the amp what at one o'clock in the morning if I want to. I can oh, turn yeah. it up to six. I mean, when I don't even want to be in the same room. With we it. can go to eleven days. <laughs> That's great. You know, I knew that. I I had a feeling that when you said you go out in the woods there, that you guys were pretty secluded (laughs) from everybody. Uh, That's great that you can crank it when you want to. Um, And, uh, you know, this is a part of the show. I I hate to say we got to go soon here, but you should tell people where to find you, where you want them to go to find your music. Uh, Well, you can go to thebloodynerve.com, and that has um, everything there pretty much. We've got the videos. um, It's got our store. Uh, yeah, and yeah, and uh, we need to update the uh, percentage on the uh, on the episode eight there from seventy two or whatever. You've been slacking um, on that. That's a uh, that's technically a, a C, isn't it? A a C C minus. That's okay. That. I'm a C student. I'm happy with it. Episode eight. You got a seventy two. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, our merch is there. Buying our merch helps us out a lot. Um, obviously, uh, you know, find us on Rumble. Go and subscribe on Rumble. Uh, like all those things. Things, um, help us out there but um, the live stream is there it's 24-7 so it's on loop the stream never ends so it's always open-ended it so is. it just goes from and it has an end beyond Friday um, and then uh, yeah Spotify follow us on Spotify and I mean pretty much the uh, the standard stuff but if you google the bloody nerve we own that term mm-hmm. so <laughs> excellent it's ours I'm glad to hear yeah. that I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> All right. And, uh, and, and yeah, and we have a lot of stuff coming soon, too. We're actually throwing around the idea of putting a comic together for uh, for All Blood, No Treasure as well. So there's yeah. there's a lot of fun stuff coming. I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about that. So you, a comic book for, that's going to follow the Acts 1, 2, 3, and 4? Yeah, part. I think so. I think it, well, it, it, I, I think it might be, um, you know, loosely based. We're trying to figure out what we want to do. We've actually been talking with uh, Clint Langley from um, – 
2000 AD, he does the Slane series and yeah. the art for, you know, Incredible. It, uh, Incredible Ju- Judge Dredd and all that stuff. Yeah, yes. he's a great creative guy, too. So, we're you know, we're, we're throwing some ideas around and see what we can come up with and what sticks and what would be good. But, yeah, we're that's that can be really exciting, too. So. Yeah, please keep me updated with that. I'll be on board yep. big time. Have you guys ever gotten airplay on um, Sirius XM? I don't, um, I don't know how that I works. With I don't them. know. I'm not sure. They, no idea. they seem to be very closed as far as what they get. They're, they're turning into terrestrial radio, which kind of sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it, it probably is. Yeah, you, know, you know, when it comes to um, that kind of radio, you know, you're dealing with so many slots mm-hmm. that songs can go on and those come in a premium. So, you know, if you want to get on terrestrial, it's the same thing as terrestrial. You need to get a radio promoter. Problem with this, and this is, you know, just some advice for bands that are trying to get on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wouldn't spend money trying to get on the radio, even if you have the money to spend. Like, let's say, you know, a, a, one of the big uh, indie promoters, uh are trying to get your song on like rock radio and mm-hmm. it costs, you know, they want $5,000 a month or something to work your album to radio or whatever it is. Um, they will. But the problem is, is that, um, even if you pay them, they're, they're not, they're still not going to push you as hard as they're going to push the majors, the bands on the majors. Cause they know your money's going to run out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. True. So, so that's that. There is a lot of risk there. Now, if you have a good product and it catches on, now there, there is still that rule: quality wins. If you get the good FaceTime, if if you know you, you you have a better chance if you have quality than if you don't. But a lot of times, you know, that they won't, you know, uh, represent anyway. So you have to have strong material. But you know, I always recommend strengthening your your product, man, you don't run out there. And, you know, too many bands are creating their music for the algorithm. They're not even really making honest music. They're just trying to make, Beats. oh, well, uh, what, what's, what's the sound that Spotify is going to, going to, you know, uh, uh, what's going to go viral. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what is Spotify going to show people in their, TikTok. In, in their playlists, you know, and all that stuff. And, uh, it's, it's mainly Spotify algorithm is all they're trying for. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, they'll hear what, what's popular in the algorithm and what the AI is going to be pushing out and so that's that's why everything is starting to sound the same is because people uh-huh. are continuing to more and more and more the algorithm is pushing out anything mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like the algorithm so it doesn't get discovered right so yeah. someone like so someone like us we don't sound like the algorithm so we're not going to get discovered on spotify because the algorithm is for that everything that sounds if you like this sound of this you'll like this think Ugh. think about that david no it makes me nauseous i can't it makes me nauseous i can't stand I mean, that if, <laughs> if if you're in an environment where th- more things are showed to you based on what you listened to before it will more and more and more sound the same instead of more and more sound differently see Ugh. So this is the problem that we run into with algorithm so you can either be an an algorithm bot or you can be a real boy what do you want to be so <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to be Pinocchio. Well, you know, I can make this clear for a lot of folks that don't understand exactly what you're talking about. If they just, let's say they just watch movies. If I watch the shit that is recommended to me because of the horror movies that I do watch, I would never see a good movie uh, ever. Because uh, they, they, they point in these directions, these terrible, terrible films after I just came off of a good one. So they just they're trying to get you to watch these things. No, the algorithms don't work on me. And that's probably my generation, our generation. I don't know what. I just choose what I listen to and watch all the time. Uh, yeah, that's sickening. Because I know when I'm going to, when I do go on those, like Spotify or other, or YouTube, I don't, like, they, they throw things on there that I would never listen to. Personal and it's a guess. It's, it's, it's yeah. like, uh, you know, 
Uh, you just got to do your own research, man. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. That's what I do. That's why I do this. And everybody and their brother has a podcast right now. This is not an original idea, but how do you make it different from the next? Well, give them a quality episode, you know, put some work into it. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. get, I didn't get, you know, ads from being a, a shitty host. You know, I, they actually, somebody listened and acquired me and here I am. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's that folks. You got to stand out from the rest and that's what the bloody nerve do. As a matter of fact, um, everything's different, everything's original, and you own it. So you, these are your babies. Every time you go out there, you're putting your babies in the front and center. And I don't know how that feels with music. Uh, it's got to be, uh, you get an instant response with a crowd. Um, have you played any recent shows or played in front of people lately? We haven't played any of this. We probably won't until the album's done. Okay. So what what we'll do is we'll have the thing done in, you know, I mean, if we have our way, our vision is to put together a, a, a visual spectacle. I mean, I would say kind of like the wall, you know, nice. from, from like end to end, mm-hmm. um, we play one through through 12, you know? Yeah. I look forward to it. Well, I hope to get to see you guys. If I have to travel out West, I'll do it or down South. Actually, you're a little bit South of us. Um, but listen, I, I love talking to you guys. Thank you for doing this. Uh, it's, you know, it, it's rejuvenating for me. Uh, I love having the old guests come back, especially when I'm actually trying to, um, I don't know, re, uh, re, what do you want to, what do you want to say? Reinvent the show, I guess. Um, I have a lot of old guests that have been coming back in between new ones. And, uh, that's just, for me, that's like a, a great way to get back on your feet, which I have been doing. And, uh, it sounds like you guys have a lot to look forward to. And, uh, we look forward to act. Well, well, it's act four. Um, but we're going to play something off of Act 3, and this is the end of Act 3, correct? March of the Fiends? No, this is actually the second episode in Act 3. Oh. The end will be Episode 9. Oh, that, okay, so we, you're not going to tell us what that is yet? Not yet. Okay. All right. See, folks, there'll be a reason for you to turn back and listen to us. All right, uh, Lori and Stacy, thank you so much for doing this. Is there anything else you want to It was great catching up. About? Oh, hell yeah. I, I mean, this is one way to do it. There's a crash yeah. course, crash course in brain surgery to do this sometimes with technology, <laughs> but you can blame me for that sometimes. Um, anything else you want to get out there, guys, before we say goodnight? I think we got it all out. I, I think believe. We, yeah, I think we nailed it. Very cool. All right, folks. All except right. for the three, three, except for the three things that we think of after we hang up. So oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever those are. Happens all the time. Uh, this time we, we covered a lot. I like that. I, I do have to say, you know, thank you to uh, Burning Bulb Publishing uh, for in my book. Dead Memories will be out in two weeks from now. Uh, book of short stories. Four of the 13 are true. Um, so there's a lot of drama in this particular. I don't just go horror. There's some drama mixed with the horror this time. Um, real realistic point of view and some true stories. A lot of it are rehashing some old ideas like we were talking about and making them much better. Um, but yeah, there's 13, uh, 12 brand new stories. So that's coming out. Burningbowlpublishing.com, folks, and always fairlydarkproductions.com for all the episodes here. Spotify, you can find us there, even though I was putting them down. <laughs> I tend to do that. Um, but if you guys want to say goodnight, and uh, we will talk again. Well, yeah. congratulations on all that, David. Thank you. You deserve it. Uh, yeah. And I'm glad you're doing well, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure the audience doesn't want to hear all about that again. They, they've heard it. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm back. And unfortunately for some of them, I am back. So, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they're going to have to get sick of my airwaves once again. Or join us, folks. You got people in bands? Hit me up. We love new music all the time. And, you know, you heard. Stacy just discovered Killing Joke. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Or should we say you rediscovered them? You must have heard them back then. 
No, Lori discovered I them. Discovered oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I, I, I discovered them around 95. Oh, there we go. Yeah, so, yeah, you saw them with Stabbing Westwood. That's right. Yes, yes. Good, yeah. good show, man. That, that was a good one. All right. Yeah. Folks, friends, and fiends, thanks, and good night. That was fun. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye, David. Bye-bye. said done when there's already been a chosen one what's left in a world so out of reach ain't nothing but empty streets we got eyes and no one sees we got a voice but no one sees Got hearts, but none of them beaten. Just give me my moral treats. I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend on the scene. On the scene, on the scene, don't believe. Into the fire through the ice they run like animals and they don't think twice can't tie the shoes but it's important you know to deliver moral treats Society 13, Redefining Podcasting.
Hi, I'm Lessa Gaudet, host of Her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.